1: desire spiritual gifts now I want you to take that as a command today he says listen pursue love and desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy that's one of the gifts he says that's the one that you should desire most that's the one you should man Oh, ask God for it that's a gift it's a gift that's given to the body but ask that you might be the instrument of the giving that through you God might give prophecy to the rest of the body.
0: Are you pursuing love and desiring spiritual gifts? That's our challenge for today as Pastor Robert continues to teach through the book of Acts. The Apostle Paul encouraged the church to always walk in love and to pray that the Lord would give them spiritual gifts in order to help further God's kingdom. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with part four of today's
2: message. His love is
1: God has appointed these in the church. First, Apostles. Second, prophets. Third, teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. Then he asks some questions, rhetorical questions. He says, are all apostles? The implication is no, not all are apostles. He's appointed some to be apostles, but not all are apostles. And he continues in that same vein. Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues? So what's the answer to that? No. Not everybody does. Not all speak with tongues. Do all interpret? No. But earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I will show you a more excellent way. And then he goes on in chapter 13 to explain that the most excellent way, the most important thing is love. It's not how powerful you are. It's not how knowledgeable you are. It's not how eloquent you are. It's not how generous you are. It's how loving you are. And we'll talk about that another time but in chapter 14 he says pursue love and desire spiritual gifts now i want you to take that as a command today he says listen pursue love and desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy that's one of the gifts he says that's the one that you should desire most that's the one you should man oh ask god for it that's a gift it's a gift that's given to the body, but ask that you might be the instrument of the giving. That through you, God might give prophecy to the rest of the body. Verse 2, he says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. Now, guys, that is a little understood fact in the scriptures. There's so many churches, so many um, like Pentecostal charismatic groups, whatever, you know, groups that focus on tongues and the gift of tongues and the, you know, the, the power of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and they don't understand that one statement. When a man speaks in a tongue, he speaks not to men, but to God. Now, what is it that's occurring when a man speaks to God, when a woman speaks to God? We call that prayer, don't we? We call it prayer. Paul here states clearly concisely when you speak in tongues you're praying there's no exception to it you don't find any exception to that statement in here now the reason that I that, that I'm emphasizing this is that quite often that's been misunderstood it has been taught i grew up as a baby christian believing this you know as when i first accepted the lord and i'm on my face you know just the first week after accepting christ i knew i i had been taught I'd been taught some wrong stuff, but I had been told about this baptism, this feeling, it's empowering by the Holy Spirit. And I was, oh, God, I want everything you have for me. I don't want to be one of those people that just goes to church on Sunday morning and that's all I do for the rest of my life. I want, I want to know you. I want everything you have for me. Empower me. Fill me. You know, Give me whatever gifts you have for me. But what I was really expecting was at any minute now, I'm going to start speaking in tongues. I'm going to be out of control. Because that's kind of what I was taught, and the the and, and by the way, after a, a couple of weeks of praying and agonizing, you know, the Lord finally spoke to me and said, "Robert, I filled you with my Spirit the first time you asked. You know, just ease up, buddy. You're expecting some kind of emotional experience, and I don't have that for you in this situation here. Just by faith, I filled you. Move on." And a few days later, I began speaking in tongues. It was just I was praying, and this is cool. And so for the last twenty something years, yes, your pastor speaks in tongues one of the guys in one of the earlier services was shocked and amazed. He's known me for 15 years, had no idea. Well, it's because I don't put on a show. It's not to you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. When a man speaks in a tongue, he speaks not to men but to God. But what I was taught in those early days was that there were two different kinds of tongues. See, there's the prayer language and then there's the message in tongues. And the prayer language, well yeah, then that's when you're you're speaking to God, but then the in the message Format, you know, when you're a message in tongues, well, then that's God speaking to men. You can't show me that in the Bible. I used to be really baffled by it. I was bewildered by it because I couldn't really find anything to just didn't, I couldn't find it. It's not in there. That's why I couldn't find it. You have to bend the scriptures to fit that. And people do it because of, I think, Years and years ago, when when there was kind of the birth in the 60s of the charismatic movement within Christianity, people were being filled with the Spirit. And what would happen is there was such excitement and there was such enthusiasm. And in a service, you know, somebody would come up and they just, you know, in, in all of this emotion, they'd be speaking in tongues. And, well, there has to be an interpretation because Paul says that. We don't, we don't think we got to that yet. But he, he clarifies it. He's like, if anybody speaks in tongues, somebody has to interpret so they would be waiting for an interpretation, and then someone else would, would stand up or just speak out, and it would be some sort of prophetic statement from God to the church. Thus saith the Lord, you know, or, or, or some, um, you know, oh, my children, I'm so pleased with the fact that you've gathered, you know, whatever, I don't know, but from God to people. And you know what? It may very well have been valid. It may very well have been, you know, the the one who was gifted as a prophet now speaking out what he believed God wanted to speak to the church. But that wasn't the interpretation. It was mistakenly believed to be the interpretation, though, because they were waiting for an interpretation. But the interpretation never happened. How do I know? Because the interpretation would have been something from that man to God, the only reason that it needs to be interpreted is so that everybody understands what he said. How do I know that? Well, because Paul clarifies it. Let's read the rest of this together. He says, He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries, meaning that it's, a, it's an unknown tongue. It's, it's not something that men understand. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. So he's painting a contrast, and he's going to develop it between tongues and prophecy. Tongues, it builds up one individual. It's that individual speaking in this unknown language that bypasses his understanding or her understanding, but he or she is speaking to God. However, prophecy is when God uses an instrument, uses a human instrument to speak to the rest of the men and women. Verse 4, He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you unless I speak to you either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophesying, or by teaching? Now sometimes, see, that's twisted to, to mean it. You know that tongues doesn't edify the church unless the tongues are teaching, prophesying, no, no, no. That's not what he's saying. What Paul is saying is, if all I do is get up here in front of you and speak in tongues, what's that doing for you? Unless I add to that a teaching, some sort of prophetic revelation to you. If all I do is get up here in front of you and speak in tongues, I've you know done nothing but glorify myself. Make you oh how spiritual! Look at pastor speaking in tongues. He says no, it's it's, it's done nothing. And then he goes on. He says, "You know, even with a musical instrument, you know, if all if you know if Rick gets up here and just drums one chord on the guitar, we're going to ask him to please put the guitar down after a few minutes, right? I mean, it, it's going to play something, Rick." He says, if the trumpet, which was used as a communication device in those days, if it plays an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? They're not going to know what to do. It's it's Likewise, unless you utter, verse 9, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known what's spoken? You'll be speaking into the air. It's worthless, in other words, to everybody around you.
0: so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon, but in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. Right now, Pastor Robert would like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio.
1: We are so blessed to be able to share God's written word through these broadcasts. And it's the generosity of people like you that makes it possible. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us financially? Any amount is helpful and appreciated. And for any donation of $20 or more, we'll send you a copy of 30 days, a 30-day practical introduction to reading the Bible by author Nikki Gumbel. You know, reading God's Word is an essential part of learning about Him and growing in your relationship, but the Bible can be a dawning book to tackle. This guide will give you 30 passages from both the Old Testament and the New Testament that are accompanied by helpful commentary and suggested prayers. It's designed to get you into the study of God's Word, and if you'd like more information, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click donate at the top of the page.
0: Thanks, Pastor Robert, and thanks for being part of what we do here. We hope you join us again for another edition of Main Thing Radio.